Here's the big question. What if you had to start over from scratch and build a business with limited time and resources? Maybe the economy just pulled the rug out from under you, or you're in a business that's underperforming or a career that's going nowhere. How would you flip the switch to go from where you're at to where you want to go? A profitable business that supports your family and allows you to live the life you were meant to live. My name is Jason Liu, and each week I'm going to bring you guests that are further down the road while documenting my own journey. Welcome to the business of feeling good. What is going on? Jason Liu here for a brand new episode. We are on episode eight of The Business of Feeling Good. And today I kind of wanted to rip back the curtain just a little bit and share with you guys about launching this podcast um, because I've actually had multiple individuals um, send me messages on Instagram asking, how did I start a podcast? Why did I start a podcast? And if they wanted to, what would my recommendations and or advice be to them? And so side note before I dive into there, if you guys do have feedback, if you've taken even a moment to listen to this podcast, I would love constructive feedback. Um, I had an individual reach out, dear friend that was like, Jason, there are way too many ums or filler words in the, in the conversation and they really stick out. And so any of that type of feedback, content, ways that we can improve, please, I'd love to hear from you. If you just love it or enjoy it, or there's more content you want me to create on a certain subject, send me your feedback because it really helps me figure out what's important to you, the listener, and also what's not landing right now. So getting back to the point of kind of pulling back the curtain around podcasting here, I wanted to kind of share with you guys this process of launching a podcast because to be perfectly honest, it was a year and a half process that I wish, I mean, I think I could have gotten done in maybe a month, a month and a half, but the truth was I was just too chicken poop to really do it. Uh, there were so many what ifs, there were so many, what about this? Or I, I don't know how to do that. Or do I even have enough people to connect with or, or talk to or content to create? And all of those were kind of the monsters in the back of my mind. So I'm going to share with you guys kind of how I dealt with it, um, how I just ended up pushing and creating something. And more importantly, hopefully giving you guys some tools that you guys can either add to your arsenal when it comes to launching a podcast or just ways and tactics and strategies to overcome obstacles. So I wanted to start with kind of the first question, which was really why to start a podcast, because I was actually listening to a really great interview. I believe this was on, I don't know if it was actually either on Lewis Howell's uh, podcast or was on Chris Harder's, but there was a conversation between him, uh, Chris Harder and Lewis about starting a podcast. And his, his advice, Lewis's advice was to not start a podcast. In fact, he tries to talk as many people out of the process of starting a podcast because they start it, they stick with it for a couple of weeks or a couple of months or half a year, and then they quit. And so unless you have something that's very niche down or very to a specific audience, then what's the point of creating a podcast right now? And while I agree with that comment, because I think it's a valid point, we're on, we're looking at the history of podcasting at this point, we're on wave maybe five of podcasting, meaning people coming into the game. And it is so saturated in terms of how many podcasts are out there and how much time people are vying for in terms of what type of media is in front of them. But I'll take it a step back and put it a different way. Um, I think that if your goal is to have a worldwide sensation of a podcast, while still possible, much more challenging. 
but that's not the goal of this podcast, nor is it for a lot of my friends that I connect with as well. And I want to take you guys behind why it's important to create some sort of a uh, podcast or something that you can dedicate yourself to. I was listening to Gary Vee, of all people, um, who I've followed for quite some time since Wine Library, but then thought was too harsh and too brash and have come to a really great appreciation for what Gary Vee does now. The conversation was, if you will just spend a year communicating through some sort of a medium on a daily basis. This could be Instagram, this could be Facebook, but, but the point was here, it could be a blog, it could be whatever it was. The whole point was to pick a medium that you would be willing to communicate on, to put yourself out there. Because after a year, you now have some form of an audience, some sort of a tribe, some sort of a community that you can A, build a business around, find a way to impact, um, bring a community together, but the whole point is it's not about getting it perfect. No one starts their journey knowing exactly how it's going to end or exactly how it's going to go. The whole point of it is a certain amount of uncertainty in this process here. The key in that conversation or listening to the conversation by Gary Vee was picking your medium. I am a huge fan of people that can write. I think it's such a it's such a elusive skill to me. It's something that doesn't come naturally. Uh, my grammar sucks, my writing sucks, my spelling sucks. It's just not something that ever has come naturally to me. I will misquote, I will misspell. It's just not even on the register for me. But put me in front of a room full of people, um, get me on a podcast, give me the ability to take a complex idea and break it down in front of a ton of people, and I'm more than happy to do that. And so the prospect of starting a blog or being on Twitter is something that I could sit in front of a page and it'd be really hard for me to come up with 140 words. But if you put me in front of a microphone and say, distill some content to bite-sized chunks for people, that's something that really excites me. In fact, I'll say this, that what lights me up the most or what excites me the most is the ability to help people understand something or to digest uh, uh, learning point that maybe was they were unable to grasp before. Like it's almost this ability to figure out how do I unlock the door that allows someone to understand this concept. And I, I can try multiple different ways. Could be something auditory, could be something kinesthetic, could be an exercise that is visual for them. But somehow, some way, giving them a tool that says, okay, you can do this. We just have to find the right way to communicate it to you. That's exciting to me. And so starting a podcast was more about the practice of A, putting myself out there because it's something I'm terrified to do. Um, and then B, the ability to work on, can I craft content on a daily basis? And so those two were really the reasons behind creating this podcast of the business of feeling good. In addition to the fact that I just wanted a business that felt really good again, that, that I was passionate about, that I was proud to go out there and give to the world. So all that kind of came back to the point where I said, you know what? If I just had a microphone and it was just myself, and I had to create content on a daily basis. Could I do it for the next five years, 10 years, 20 years? And would I be willing to suck at it long enough? Uh, we talk about a lot this in episode, I believe it was five. We did a stretch of a bad, badminton analogy about your footwork and really that equating to everything, which is, am I willing to suck at something long enough in order to get good at that? And so everything boils down to that like kind of distilling it down to that statement, which is what medium are you going to choose 
if you want to build an audience. And if you do want to build an audience, I would encourage you guys, it might take you some time. You might be scared just like myself, but pick a medium. Could be writing, could be something visual. That's what, that's what, that's why I should say. That's why Instagram has been so great is people that thrive on Instagram are great at visual, uh, photographs, images, captions, things like that, right? Or you could use a medium like this to podcast or to do Facebook lives or to Instagram lives to get your message out there. And the whole point is regardless of the platform, regardless of what the thing is at the moment, there will always be a new platform. But if you can master the, the skill set of creating content, building a following, building a tribe, then it doesn't matter if Facebook gets ripped down or Instagram gets ripped down. You can always move to the next thing. You can move to TikTok. You can move from you know what was Snapchat, right? You can move from the next new thing and the next new platform because the muscle has been exercised. So that was a big portion of launching this podcast was I have to get better in this area and I want to get better in this area, if that makes sense. So that was point number one. Point number two, the big hangup for me is I don't know. There was so much I felt like I don't know. And this was just a story that we all tell in our heads. And in a previous episode, I talk a lot about writing, disabling, or or uh, thoughts that are uh, judgmental or to give us doubt in our mind and writing them down and rewriting them. Like, I don't know how to, whatever it might be. And so what I did, one of the exercises that really kind of unlocked everything for me is writing down all the things I was afraid of that I didn't know how to do. And so right off the top of my head, it was like, A, I don't know how to, I'm not a great uh, photographer. So I don't have great images. I don't know how to do graphic designs. I'm not uh, technical necessarily in terms of splitting audio, creating audio uh, or any of that. And then the actual idea of setting up website, doing the tech stuff, doing the coding, trying to set up podcasts, so it blasted out to everything else. I was terrified of, and I was like, I don't know how to do any of this. And the shift I made was taking those statements that I'd written down and saying, okay, who do I know that can help me? And the key word was resourcefulness. How can I be resourceful to either reach out to friends, ask questions, Google it, uh, YouTube it? Because there's people, right? that have already done what I'm attempting to do. And so with some ingenuity, A, in certain areas, I was able to teach myself. It was an area that I wanted to get better at. Like I had done really amateur audio video, like just learn on my own on my, on my Mac in terms of editing. And I was like, it's something that I'm decent at and I want to get better at. And so that was an area that I said, you know what? I'm willing to work at this to learn, to watch content, to get better at it so I can edit my own stuff, um, which is something that I said, okay, I'm going to get better at. But there are other areas where I said, no matter if I chose Squarespace or WordPress or whatever it was, I have no joy from building out a site. Like that's just something that doesn't equate fun for me. So I said, okay, how do I find someone or how do I pay someone in order to create a site for me? And I had this philosophy because in a lot of situations, and I've worked in business when I've had a ton of money to throw at, I shouldn't say throw at, but to, to, to pay people that were you know incredible and great at their work. But there's also been times where I haven't had a lot of money or a lot of expendable income to get something done. So I said, here's my goal. It doesn't have to be perfect. I'm not going for, this is launching something brand new. It doesn't have to be perfect. But I want to hire someone that's going to get me uh, 80% of the way there. Meaning it doesn't have to be the best picture you've ever seen on for a podcast cover, but it has to be at least 80% there. It has to get me to a point where I'm proud of the, what it looks like, 
it has a lot more, it's more interesting to look at than something I would have created. But obviously it's not breaking the bank just so I can go out there and create an image because again, it goes back to that why. Why are you doing this? It's so I can get better at the muscle of creating content on a daily basis. So reach out to friends, look through a different, a lot of different um, things like 99design, Fiverr, to really find people. And the big thing here was someone that I could work with more importantly, here was my big thing. I learned this from my father long ago. So my father's big into woodworking, um, but he would hire people to do jobs for him all the time to replace a wall, to put in a retaining wall, to put in a driveway, to do whatever it was. And what he would do is he's hired these people, but he would hire the people that he could sit there and watch them all day long. And they wouldn't get upset that he would ask questions. And so his entire life is, yes, I'm paying you to work on my house, but I want to sit here so I know how to do it either A, if I ever need to do it myself again, and or B, like if I hire someone else, I need to at least be smart enough to realize that they're doing a good job or a bad job. And so I took that philosophy to hiring people to help me with the podcast, hiring people to help me with websites. So I hired someone and I said, okay, I understand you just built this, but I need to understand how you got this button here really quick, or I don't understand why this goes in this direction, whatever the question might be. And that was one of my biggest requirements because I think you need to be, you don't have to be the best at something, especially if it's not a point of genius or something that you want to spend a lot of time in, but you have to be dangerous enough to, to recognize, in my opinion, when someone's doing their job bad. That is, I think, a really important skill to have and played a big role in terms of bringing people together to put this podcast together. Photography was another area. Um, I've had, I've been fortunate enough. Uh, we, we had like literally a professional uh, camera crew at the house to do stuff for the last network marketing company that I worked for. And we're talking about directors that worked on shows that are on, you know, AMC and HBO and things like that, that came to the house and did videography and did photographs. Uh, I worked with someone that had just done photographs for like Steph Curry and, you know, NBA stars that was on a six-figure contract with our company to do photographs for them. So I was like, I don't need that level, but I need something that's at least more professional than what I can shoot on my own amateur cell phone here. And so we found through friends, a great, amazing photographer. She did great work for us, super fast, like day of, sent me photographs and they were amazing. And, you know, I found enough images that worked well enough um, and they were fantastic. So I think the goal here is, and the whole point of it is, we can definitely get the, the challenges can get a lot bigger in our mind than they actually are. Meaning the monsters can grow to these gigantic sizes because we just are like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Where in actuality, if you know why you're doing it, you can then have enough, enough resourcefulness to be able to come back and say, you know what? This is an area that I want to learn. This is an area I don't want to learn. Okay, how do I pay someone or find someone that can work well with me? that can work on this project. And I think referrals are great. Just getting your feet wet and um, you know, spending you know, a couple, could be a couple hundred, could be a thousand dollars, could be a little bit of money to figure out how to hire people and how to hire the right people. And I think that's such a powerful skill. The third kind of portion of me launching a podcast right now was work it. I think that you know, getting a podcast out after I had helped, got enough people to help me kind of create a design, create a logo, um, you know, had a website and how to get the podcast up to, you know, 
Google and the Spotify's and the iTunes and, and all the major outlets, right. Was just because you created something doesn't necessarily mean people are going to come. And I learned this long time ago that one of the best ways to get something done, if you really want to get it done is to do the dirty work. And the dirty work sometimes is just picking up the phone and messaging everyone, picking up the phone and calling everyone you can to say, Hey, I'm launching a podcast. Would you do me a favor and check this out? Give me some feedback. And to be honest, I made a list of 200 people. I probably got to about 130 of them before it launched. And I'm still reaching out right now about, Hey, who do you know? You know, can you give me some feedback? Does this make sense at all? Am I, do I have a direction? What kind of, you know, uh, feedback would you have for me if I could use it to improve it? All those areas. But it was the very non-sexy thing of saying, look, just go pick up the phone, go sit in a room for three and a half hours. The next day, sit in the room for three and a half hours and just hit the messenger button. Ask every single person, pick up the phone and call people. Those are the things that really get things done. It's not you know, sit on your Instagram account, post a video, post some content and hope people are going to come find you because that, I guess that could work. But if you really want to get out there and produce something and promote something, it's a matter of just hitting the ground. And once you have a tribe, you can build marketing, you can pay for marketing, you build, I mean, you can do everything out there, but there's, I don't think there's enough emphasis on if you want to get something done, there's no secret. It's go do the work. It's pick up the phone. It's do the thing that you're scared of. Yes, someone might not like what you created. I'm sure there are people that listen to this and are like, this is chicken poop. Because <laughs> it might be. That's fine, right? But the goal here is to put something out into the world that you made, that you created and said, hey, here it is. And the next day to make it a little bit better and the next day to make it a little bit better and the next day to make it a little bit better. And the final part of all of this, probably part four to all of it, and this was something that I had a hard time letting go of was sometimes done is better than perfect. I mean, the day I launched the, there was grammatical errors in terms of the, uh, the wording around the description of the podcast. There were too many ums. Some of the episodes didn't have the right level of volume. I mean, there were a million one challenges and I wish I could go back and fix all of them before I launched. But the commitment to myself was to do what I said I was going to do, which was I set a date, April 21st, 2020, to launch a podcast. And I could have easily kept pushing it out, pushing it out, pushing it out until I was ready and perfect. And there are times for that. But like in Silicon Valley, what's your minimum viable product? What is the smallest thing that you can create to put out into the world and say, does this work? Is this okay? Is this good enough? And then improve upon it and then get better at it. What is version two? What is version three? The way I look at this process is this is episode eight. I hope that my episode 80 or episode 88 is better than this one. And I hope that episode 888 is better than this one. And that's all we can do is to put ourselves out there regardless of what external forces might say or might think. And let's be really honest. I worried a lot about what other people think for a lot of my entrepreneurial career. I probably still do. But one of my mentors, who you guys will hear from in a couple episodes here, a few episodes ahead, he said, most people are going to be focused on themselves. We are all the star actor or actress of our movie. Everyone else is a side character. Everyone else is a, um, just a behind the scenes dancer, right? We are the, we're the hero. And because of that, everyone else is worried about themselves. 
and they're not focused on you. They're focused on what they're doing and what they're creating. What they're creating is the most important thing. So when you're creating something, stop trying to figure out how to get it perfect. We're going to get as best as we can at the moment. But sometimes it's just about taking a leap of faith, putting something out in the world, you know, getting some feedback, taking it back in and creating something new the next time and again and again and again and again and again until you've got something where people look at it like, how'd you get there? Why does it sound so good? Why is it so fantastic? It's because you kept showing up day in and day out. So I hope you guys took something from kind of those four points. And it's similar to how I traditionally work, which is why am I doing it in the first place? So if you're starting a new project, if you're starting a new business, if you're attempting to scale something right now, why? Why are you going to put all this work in, right? The ultimate question always goes back to, am I willing to suck it this long enough in order to get good? That's the heart of all of it. Two, whatever you don't know, we got to pull out the idea of I don't know. And it's how can I be resourceful? Who can I hire? Who can I work with? Who can I ask for help to figure this thing out? Because trust me, there are a lot of people that are not as talented, not as smart, not as driven as you are that have figured out how to get further down the road just because they reached out for help, just because they hired people to allow you or me to work in our genius space and allowed other people to work in their genius spaces so that we can get through this process of, I don't know. Three, sometimes it's just a matter of working in. Sometimes it's not, a, it's not the glamorous thing. It's not the fun thing, but it's just picking up the phone or hitting the messenger button and just, hey, I made this. Hey, I made this. Hey, I made this again and again and again and again. And then take that feedback and create something. And the final portion of all of it is done sometimes is better than perfect. And it's not going to be perfect all the time. That's a hard thing to say, but we're going to do our best. We're going to try again and make something new. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I felt like it was something that I wanted to kind of pull the curtain back um, on my own experience because it has been sadly enough a year and a half that I wanted to create this, a year and a half of me being just scared of creating content. But my feeling is, if I can do it, there are so many people out there that can create content, that can create value, that can change people's lives. And if you guys are grabbing anything out of these episodes, please take the time. I would greatly appreciate it. If you come over to Instagram, come find me under Jason Lou L-E-W, um, send me a message. Like I'd love to hear from you. I want to know how this podcast is impacting you, what you like about it, maybe what you don't like about it right now. Um, because again, it's a process of getting better. So we'll see you guys on a brand new episode. The next episode is going to be a guest appearance, which I'm super excited about. Um, you guys are going to get a chance to hear from an individual that I call a dear friend, but someone that went out there and launched her own PR agency in the pandemic right now. And she is thriving. Um, so she's going to be on here talking about, I think we actually recorded it a little bit before everything got into self-isolation, but she's going to be sharing about her story, um, mental health building communities. And she's an amazing, amazing entrepreneur. So I'm going to give you guys a chance to, to check that out. Um, and that should be episode nine. So anyways, have a great evening. Take care. Hope you guys enjoy. Cheers.
Thanks again. I hope you guys grabbed some great value out of today's conversation. If you want to further the conversation, I'd love to meet you personally. We've got a free Facebook community that you can dive into, free content, more resources, and I do lives every single week where I get a chance to interact with you and help coach you on exactly what you need. If you want to find it, you can find us at The Business of Feeling Good, or you can search the hashtag BOFG. Again, that's hashtag BOFG. If you like this episode, please share it. I'd love to hear from you. Your comments, your reviews truly mean so much to me. It's the lifeblood of what keeps me going, and it's how I craft the content that's better going to impact you. I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Until then, cheers. Cheers.